0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Actually, my first cup of coffee is on the other side of the room, but I was hanging out here to see if you guys can hear the gross speaks on the feeder. Isn't that great? I think you could probably hear that. If you couldn't, no well. But they do. They get out there and they just talk and talk and talk as they're feeding in a very happy sound a very springy sound so here's my first cup uh, with the happy red Starbucks cup today uh, I'm getting myself situated so today is Tuesday January 29th time marches on Hope you all are doing well. Finishing out your or finishing out your January, I guess is what I'm getting at. I'm feeling good about things today. I'm getting back into my groove. Um, yesterday had a little bit of a rocky start. Uh, I did things out of order, and when I do things out of order, it really does change the flow of my day. Um, and part of what I did was I did my podcast late because I, when I got up, I got on the computer and I changed out all of the headers and everything for uh, a Rise Enchantment release. And I kind of wanted to wait to do that till Monday because my Monday morning is, of course, more advanced on the East Coast of the U.S., And a lot of times when you change those headers and so forth, it really bumps up in your Facebook feed, or at least that used to be the case. Uh, It used to be that uh, like any time you do change your header or your profile picture, it would really scream up in people's feeds and people would comment on it and like, and it got a lot of attention. Uh, I think Facebook must've changed that because it didn't happen nearly so much this time, which is, you know, fine. Um, I don't want to invade people's lives, but it's uh, it was a good way to uh, get some notice on a new release. So I waited till Monday morning to do that, but I wanted to do it right away so I could get it out of the way. Uh, but that's not always the best idea for me. I end up. Um, You know, kind of going a little bit down the social media rabbit hole, because since I'm on Facebook anyway, I might as well reply to all of the things that people have said. Uh, I don't like leaving things unreplied to for long periods. So there's, um, you know, and some people had already read the book. So, you know, I was thanking people for reading it and all of that. So... The upshot is, is what was one thing or another? Oh, and David was working on some things, and he was asking me questions. So I did not start in on Lonan's rain until 11.15, 11, 11.13. 11, I, I do track each individual sprint um, timing and so forth. And that's late. That's for me. That's bordering on late enough that I start thinking, oh, this day is a wash, Um, especially since I had that board, Sephora board call at 1 o'clock. I was thinking, well, shoot, I really wanted to have all my work count done before that call, and that clearly wasn't going to happen when I didn't start till 11.15. So I thought, well, I need to get as much done today as I can just to start getting the flow through this tube again. Because um, the week before, this is the advantage of me having been up and down. We can go ahead and look at this spreadsheet. Um, the last two weeks have been much leaner on Loden's Reign than I wanted them to be. So the first week I only got 4,000 words. Last week I only got 2,300 words. I'm living off the odd numbers. <clears throat> so, you know, it was like, okay. Some of that is that, um, you know, the margin between books, that's the way it goes. And, um, you know, such as life, right? But now I really need to get into the groove again. And I can, you know, I don't have nearly so much businessy things to do, so I can get into the groove. So The advantage of those buffer weeks where I don't get much done is that then yesterday I got a lot done. That first hour I wrote 1,131 words, which uh, the acute listener will note that that was easily half of what I got done all of last week. Uh, And so then I... So that was from like 11.15 to 12.15. Uh, David was making lunch. I knew I had this call at 1 o'clock. So I just went ahead and dealt with some emails and stuff and ate lunch. And then did my call. And so a lot of times I don't write well in the afternoon. But I was still feeling pretty good. And I really wanted to get more work count done. So I did another sprint at 228 for an hour, uh, and I got 1,357 words on that one. And then I did a third one at that went from until 328, and then I got another one at, I went right in at 347. I need to make my breaks shorter whenever possible. And then I got my 1,093, so I ended up with um, 3581 words yesterday. So that's good. That's putting me back on target. So now I want to see if I can sustain the 3500 a day for the rest of the week, um, which I might be able to do because it's feeling the story's kicked in. You know, and all books are different that way. Some kick in fast and then slow down in the middle, and others scream right through and then slow down for the last quarter, and that one takes forever. It's like inching my way uphill. Um Others are slow starts, and then they go better later. Some are slow all the way through. (laughs) So anyway, this um, feels good. feels like this is on track. Oriah's enchantment is out there and selling. Although not selling as much as I thought it would, given how many people had asked for it. I think... um, that maybe a lot of people don't realize that it's out, um, especially with that two-year lapse. I was listening to the Science Fiction and Fantasy Marketing Podcast this morning while I was lifting weights, and when and they were specifically mentioned, what you do is when you add to a series like Two Years Later and how you uh, let people know about that because a lot of the people who read those books however long ago – are not necessarily on your mailing list, you know, and so they've forgotten. Uh, So they were talking about different strategies for trying to let those people know. Uh, A lot of them had to do with Facebook advertising, which I just don't do. I don't like Facebook advertising, at least not the uh, pay-for variety, mostly because I don't want to give Facebook my money. I'm willing to use them for free, Uh, but I'm not going to fund... What they're doing, <laughs> I realize that there's a certain level of hypocrisy in that, but oh, well so so, yeah, I know I feel like I circle around this a lot, but I do feel like it's a primary topic of this podcast is the when because I am such a proponent of writing every day. And making sure you get your word count goals every day. How I deal with those days when I'm not meeting my goals. And I think that it's important, first of all, to acknowledge that just because you have that goal, just because you set up the ritual and the routine, um, does not mean it's going to happen. And I think, particularly in our culture today, we tend to be scientifically oriented enough um wedded to the formula that we really want to have one plus one equals two if i do this thing and do that thing then i will get this predictable and definable result which simply doesn't work with creativity there are just so many things that go into that you're never going to get. It's more like a um a complex biological system, right? You know, it's like, well, yeah, but it also depends on the barometric pressure that day and um the hormone fluctuations and you know, what you ate 2 days before and how that's still influencing the production of insulin in your system and all of these things. It's one reason why I like complex biological systems because I feel like it gives you a better understanding of the world. I know a lot of the people who really love math and programming love it because of its um, its finite predictability. You know, like if you program computers, if you fail to close the parenthesis, then it will not compile. So you have or it'll compile wrong, I guess. You, you could see the holes of my knowledge there. It's been a while since I did any Fortran and DOS and all of that back in the day. But there are identifiable mistakes. You know it's either a parenthesis is there or not. And you have to find it, but then that will that will solve the problem. In a complex biological system, uh, there are so many shades of gray, You know, you might fail to close parenthesis and it'll still uh, run along just fine. Your gross beaks will still make it to the feeder. There's this robin that's been hanging out here. And I know it's the same robin because it has a deformed beak. It's very interesting. The lower beak curves down. So instead of the upper and lower beak coming to a nice straight point, the bird looks like it always has its beak open. And at first, I thought, the first time I really looked at it, I thought, "Oh, is that robin got something in its beak?" and i the more I looked at it, the more I realized that no, it's a deformation of that lower beak, and so because it's such a distinctive uh mutation i I know it's that robin, you know it, it probably we have a lot of individual birds that are here all the time that I see daily. I can't pick them out as the same individual over and over again, but this robin I can recognize over and over again, and you know, and it's here all the time. And apparently, this uh, mutation doesn't bother it at all. It's it's very fat and healthy, and and seems to be fine, and seems to eat and drink just fine. So, you know, and that's part of the theory of evolution that these things happen, that you have these random genetic mutations, these deformations that work for every reason. But then if it turns out that the robin with the curved down lower beak is actually more competitive for whatever reason, then that bird is more likely to uh, mate and have healthy babies because this is a healthy individual and it's working well for this niche. And then, it might produce babies that also have the curved down lower beak. And after generations and generations and generations, you end up having this whole subspecies of, you know, like the curved beak robin. If if this happens, people of the future, I really want you to call it Jeffy's robin. Okay. I w- I, that would be great. So, so the coming back to the complex biological system, you know, you can have things that go wrong and it's, you won't have something come out where the formula doesn't balance or the computer program won't compile. It might work pretty well. And in fact, it might end up being a leap an improvement. Um, this is also the idea behind hopeful monsters that uh, Stephen Jay Gould proposed that there are sort of saltations, jumps and evolution where you have a distinct mutation, like this would be. This is not, you know, like the bird has a different enzyme balance or something. This is a pretty uh, remarkable mutation uh, that, I don't know if we call it monstrous, but the, the idea is there, and uh, they're hopeful monsters because they're a monstrous version of the norm, but they're hopeful enough that they may actually become the norm. That they may become a more effective form of whatever they are. Uh, I wrote a story called "Hopeful Monsters." I should put the. Li- I'll put the link on the podcast on the blog post because it's um kind of a strange and creepy story. But that's what I was thinking about. So anyway. Creativity and writing is like this complex biological system. There's so many factors that go in. And I think that the big difference is, is even though I was not productive the way I wanted to be these last two weeks, first of all, I did get words down, you know, not what I wanted to, but I was writing the whole time. And I was observing my ritual. I was, Going to my computer and I was working and I was putting in the time and I was creating the space. That's what the ritual does. The the whole um, commitment, the habit to writing every day. You are creating the framework for the writing to happen, but you can't force the writing. So maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't, but you don't give up. You know, you keep coming back and you keep doing the same thing every day. And then eventually words will flow in to fill the space. And that's what happened for me yesterday. And I've been doing this long enough that I know that that will happen. But I think that that's a hard thing for newbie writers to get through. You know, two weeks of not producing much when you're writing every day is kind of a, you know, a probably daunting uh, I'm used to it, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it can be hard to stick through, but that's what you have to do. I mean, it's like, um, you know, this whole idea of running water through the pipes and priming the pump. I mean, sometimes you just have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. So there we are. I don't know that I have much else to mention. Um, If you've read Oriah's Enchantment and liked it, Uh, pop a review on Amazon if you can. That would be lovely. Helps convince Amazon that uh, I deserve my sales rank, that people are actually buying it and reading it. (laughs) But it's still got a very nice sales rank, so things are going well there. Um, But no reviews yet, so it would just be nice to get some on there so that Amazon will know it's not a piece of tripe unless you think it's a piece of tripe, in which case you could still review it and just say so and give me your one star. And I accept that. <laughs> but so far what I've been hearing, you know, people have been saying that they like it. So I'm relieved. I'm relieved. And, uh, uh Lone and rain. I think you're going to enjoy that's coming along real fun. So I shall leave you all to it. Hope your Tuesday is, was a fabulous one. And I wish you all the best. I will try to blog tomorrow, and then I will talk to you all again on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.